Good afternoon, fellow cigar passionados and passionadas. Welcome to this week's episode of The Ash Holes, broadcast live from the Serena Royale Studios. It's time to kick back and light up as we turn this Wednesday and every Wednesday into Ash Wednesday. It's always entertaining, unscripted, and totally unfiltered. You can stream and download us on Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean, and of course, at theashholes.net. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at theashholes and on Instagram at Ashholes Radio. Today, my friends, we're going to be smoking the Neanderthal by Roma Craft. And I am very gonna, excited about We're going to have to this. watch out with this one because we do smoke, you know, as we've discussed. Yep. And as we know, we smoke a little fast. <laughs> this one, you, you you need to be careful. Why is that? This why, can, why do we need to be one, careful? This one can sneak up on you. And much like the shape of this one, uh, it can actually smack you on the head like a billy club <laughs> if you're if you're not careful. Um, but we are uh, we are we're smoking the uh, the Roma Craft uh, Neanderthal. Neanderthal. Yep. Uh, which they do have, uh, they actually have two sizes, mm-hmm. right? They have this shallow gene pool. We are smoking the Neanderthal. It's more of a figurado. Um, but, um, but no, very, very exciting because this one is, is one of my, one of my favorites. It's yeah. up there. Yeah. Very limited in production. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't see it very often, mm. um, either in your brick and mortar, uh, as we've, we've experienced, uh, out of stock yep. online, you see yep. people showcasing it. Which is is good for Romacraft to a degree right, because everyone right. says well, we have it, everyone's looking for it. But then you'll see a lot of out of stock. Right. So, but the Romacraft we we are smoking tonight is the Neanderthal. It's a five by fifty two, and as I said, it's figurado. So at the the largest part of the ring gauge, it is a fifty six. Mm-hmm. Uh, this comes in a box of fifty. Right. So this isn't your average box purchase, but people buy boxes because it's so it's so hard to find. That wasn't what I was going to say, but I like that answer. No, that's exactly what I was going to say, Dan. Lighten up. <laughs> lighten up. Well, um, today's Wednesday. Yes, it but, is. Um, so it's about a twelve dollars cigar, um, according to Skip. Uh, so Romacraft mm-hmm. is made up of uh, Michael Rosales and Skip Martin. Martin. Yeah. Uh, according to Skip, they were trying to bring it around the ten dollars range. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's where they they felt it would uh, do very well. Mm-hmm. But uh, with the procurement of the tobacco used in this. They had to bump it up to the twelve dollar range. And so, what tobacco is in this? So year? speaking of the tobacco, we are looking at a Mexican San Andres wrapper. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uses a Connecticut broadleaf binder. So we're talking two heavy, two uh, very heavy things. Heavy this is a very slow smoking stick. Uh, very slow and very very full. Mm-hmm. And then to that's wrapped around. Uh, you have different uh, leaves from Nicaragua. You have the Condega uh, mm-hmm. leaf, Esteli, Jalapa, Pueblo Nuevo. The, it also uses a Dominican Aloro Lajero, mm-hmm. and then a very interesting um, leaf that they put in there. Interesting Lajero. It's a Pennsylvanian. Uh, River Valley Sucker, right? Right, River Valley Sucker. It's a Pennsylvania double Lajero. Mm-hmm. And what makes it, what they call it, uh, why they call it a, a, a double, double Lajero, is that they take the leaf off the, the plant. Mm-hmm. They let the leaf grow back before they pull the plant. So it's okay. almost double the nicotine. Oh, wow. In that okay. leaf. So that's where you're getting a lot of that strength. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Now, you're going to have a lot of the front-end strength from all the Nicaraguan and and, and Lajero buildup in there. But it's – Sure. I think it's – I mean, it's balanced. Mm-hmm. It just – it's a powerhouse. It's a fantastic cigar. So this was launched in 2014 uh, at the IPCPR, but it was a project that they started back in 2009. Really? It took so them that just, long? Yeah, talking about it, trying to get the, you know, the, the right blend, and it wasn't until – they got the, the Pennsylvania Double Arrow that they were able to uh, kind of finalize this and put this all together. So Nice. But uh, Romacraft, as as a company, uh, started, really launched, and it was the mastermind of, of Michael uh, Rosales and Skip Martin back in 2011. 2011. Okay. And then in 2012, that's really when they formed the name, the company Roma Craft. Which is a combination of both their last names, right? Correct. Correct. And then they are... Um, Actually opened up a new facility out in uh, Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas, yeah. right? So uh, that's a fun. That's a fun place too. I haven't been. It sounds great. Four thousand. You square haven't feet, been, right? I have not been. Hmm. I have not been there, Oliver. I haven't been to the offices, but I've been to. Uh, did I say San Antonio? No, I said, said Austin. Austin. Okay. Yep. 
Not that I should get those two confused, but in my head I was thinking San Antonio. But uh, anyway, they're they're in Austin, great city, big music city, mm, uh, from my yes. understanding. But I haven't uh, haven't been up there for that. For that, I'd love to uh, love to be a part of that one day. So we are, um, yeah, we're smoking the the Neanderthal, and as I said, they do have the shallow gene pool, and that one is a, a little bit shorter of a smoke. That's right. a four, four and inches, half, right? Yeah, four yep, and a half four and by half fifty-two. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but still, just the same same powerhouse smoke, right? And, right. Um, Really, their their entire line, uh, for me, I, I would think that the, not I would think I, I I lean more towards the Neanderthal when it's in stock. That's mm-hmm. my number one. Mm-hmm. Then I go to the uh, Cro-Magnon, which I think is their next fullest body, and then then they have the Aquitaine and the Intemperance. Right. Um, between the Aquitaine and the Intemperance, I, I get a little tinny taste, a little metallic. There's those. A, um. I wouldn't call that. it tinny, but it, it, there is something there is something uh, much lighter about it. It's it's not quite as heavy a cigar. Mm-hmm. Um, something a little bit smoother to it, not near as much pepper. Okay. Um, yeah, I know yeah, you've been wanting to use that. I want to use yeah, that one. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, but the, well, the Aquitaine, the Aquitaine is very. You know, the Aquitaine, you know, comes in. Uh, you know, most of their lines. I mean, not the Intemperance, but, the, you know, the Cro-Magnon. Each of the Cro-Magnon cigars has an Aquitaine uh, line, too. Like, there's Aquitaine Knuckle Dragger. There's the Aquitaine Oh, the uh, Cro-Magnon, Cro-Magnon Knuckle. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yep. No, exactly. They the, Between the two, they have similar binder mm-hmm. fillers of, of Cameroon binder, Nicaraguan wrapper, but the, uh, the Cro-Magnon uses the Connecticut Broadleaf, mm-hmm. and then the Aquitaine has uh, Ecuadorian Habano Lajero right. um, as the... As the wrapper, so slightly different, um, but the uh, the Cro-Magnon to me, it's just even more balanced, a mm. uh, little more body to it for sure. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. These these Neanderthals are so stinking smoky. Tons of smoke. Tons of smoke, and the smoke just comes out of the head of the cigar, like just erupts pour, out the it top. It's, out. it's amazing. Well, and, and that's interesting too. I I use a straight cut. Yeah, it has a flat head, almost on it. exactly flat. Yeah, right? this is the only. I'm not a fan of the V cut. I like no. I like we a straight talked cut. about that last week. Yeah, <coughs> and um, this cigar almost made me go V cut just because it's it's so you have to really work to get a, a really decent cut on this to get an exact a yeah. true an exact cut. Uh, but I went with it anyway. Yeah, I, I go straight cut. The bullet a bullet cut on this concerns me only mm-hmm. because we talked about it last week right talked about it before on the show when you have a smaller um hole where you're drawing the smoke out of you can collect some of the tars and that that becomes a little bit bitter right with something as full-bodied as this mm-hmm. um there's a big concern and I, I haven't done it a big concern that it would become bitter um you would get the the tar to collect on the end so i go straight mm-hmm. cut i want to open this up so it, right much like a wine the more you open it up the better Let it breathes, it breathes. Yep. yep. Yep, totally. And, agree uh, but the burn is fantastic. You got this great white ash, very nice, very tight, thin burn line. I'm I'm already feeling it again. Mm. Like these full body, we've gone full bodied, feeling it just blasting through <laughs> my my veins. Um, it, it's it's smooth. It 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 doesn't have the overpowering again that mm-hmm. overpowering spice where which I'm so happy that some. Some of these manufacturers have, have switched away from that overpowering spice on mm-hmm. the palate to mm-hmm. say that's a full-bodied cigar. Mm-hmm. It's not. When you balance it properly, right. uh, it can be smooth. You can still have tons of flavor, tons of body. But right. And, again, a lot of the spice for me is in the retro. You know, the, mm. the finish is not very spicy at all, but it is so rich, cedary, uh, earthy, leathery, rich, dark flavors. Very rich flavors. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was that was almost. You're a full, almost crying again. That was a full retro. <laughs> that was a full retro. <laughs> Usually on something like this, I would like a little softer retro. Um, I wanted to go full retro on that. <laughs> We're tearing up. Hey, well, you're tearing up. <laughs> uh, it's it like go- you've been watching the just, Notebook or something. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, um, it is. It, it has a chocolateyness to it. Mm-hmm. It's very rich. Um, it, but it's a so, it's a soft spice. Mm-hmm. It's not, uh, but it's it has a heat to it, almost like a habanero. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a, a strong um, chili to the note. 
on the nose. Um, like getting a red pepper in the nose is how mm-hmm. I would describe it. That went straight habanero because that just blasted. But very campfire, mm. um, that charred wood. Um, right. And it is, it's, it, it just burns well. And, and it does have this, to me, this very cocoa almost flower-like finish. A little bit of flower there. Yeah, there's a li- yeah, I, I could see a floral. Not f- floral, but flower. Like Oh, like bread flour. Like yes. Like cooking flour. Yeah. All purpose. Not yeah. rice. All not, purpose not flour. All purpose flour. Yeah. All all purpose flour, you. Um and I'm not talking about that gluten free crap either. Yeah, maybe a little doughiness. Mm-hmm. A little just the way that finish leaves you. Cocoa, flour. I don't know how else to describe it. It's kind of hard to describe. Yeah. Well, there's so much. I think there's so much going on. I get, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I get more of that, like I said, that charred wood. I could see the doughiness because of there, there's a richness to it. Um, but absolutely love the uh, love the draw, love the burn. And mm. this, is, this is a full-bodied cigar that you need to sit down with. This isn't something you light up in your car and drive because you may get pulled over. <laughs> if for no other reason because you can't Dr- see right. with all the smoke. Right. You you may get you may get a DUI with this one. <laughs> so but um no, this was uh, this is a big fan. So um but Dan, I was um I'm planning another trip so You're planning way, another I'm, trip. I'm gone, I'm gone next week. Next but, week uh, you're gone again? But this week we had a lot of rain. We did. Did you have time? I know you had time to smoke. What'd you uh what'd you tap into? Oh, well, let me tell you, uh, I tapped into kind of, again, sticking with the um, uh, line here. I had a um, uh, one of my favorite things in their line, the um, intemperance, brotherly kindness. Oh, brotherly. Brotherly kindness. It's a uh, nice uh, Robusto size. It's a 5 by 56. It's got an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, um, Indonesian binder, and a Nicaraguan and Dominican filler. And just a wonderful, smooth, creamy uh, cigar. It's a great morning cigar. goes great with a cup of coffee or something. Um, and it's cedar, leather, a little bit of cinnamon going mm-hmm. on there. And a real sweet, woody finish. And yeah. the, the retrohale is very cedary, too. And just, this, again, this great white ash, medium-bodied cigar. You could have it any time of the day. But for me, it's a great morning cigar. It is, yeah. It's more of a medium, uh, a little more approachable throughout the day, mm-hmm. um, and I, I do get the, um, I get that a little bit of creaminess. But again, with that one, I just get, or the more, sorry, more of the Aquitaine. I get more of that, I get a metallic taste to it. Yeah, I don't get metallic with the with the uh, with the intemperance, yeah. the, with the intemperance. But the well, next time, right. next time I have an Aquitaine, uh, and those are hard to come by too. For some reason, everybody you know seems to go for the Aquitaine. Well, I think they've they've grown. Um, in so what what they did when they first originally launched, they were going straight to the consumer, mm-hmm. which is different from many manufacturers that go straight to the retailer. Right. But they built up such a presence and such an awareness in the market that people were then going to the stores requesting it. They were selling directly to consumers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, that's right. And they and they built their their company based on uh, on customer awareness. So then right. they had retailers calling them, and right. wouldn't that be ideal? Yeah. So that's how they, they you know they, they expanded the market and um, uh, right now maybe they're just playing you know playing a little bit of catch up. Mm-hmm. I know we're seeing that with the Neanderthal. Yes. You know, anybody that carries the Roma Craft line, if they had more Neanderthal, they could sell it. Right. And I just don't right. think it's it's out there. Um, but the um, you know the mystique behind it, everybody wants it. So I think it's adding it's adding to the uh, Roma Craft. Uh, Definitely. What about you? you know, what did what did you smoke this week? So I went. Uh, we talked about it last week. You smoked it, and oh, I'm a big fan. I went right to the TAA LFD, the TA49. What did you think? Um, I, no, I wasn't disappointed. I was about to say I was disappointed only because you said it was a, just this big flavor bomb. Yeah, I didn't get that same power really that I got on the 48. So it was a little bit, little bit different uh, as far as a blend. The um, the blend on the 48 used the Mexican uh, San Andres okay, yep. uh, wrapper. This one used a Connecticut Broadleaf, still a Cameroon wrapper or mm-hmm. Cameroon binder and Dominican filler, mm-hmm. but just slightly different. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It was a six, yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's a standard. It's one size, 6x54 box pressed. 
Um, I, I just I thought it was I thought it was smooth. It was creamy. You didn't think it was this big peppery bomb? No, I didn't get that. Now, big I'll pepper be honest. Bomb. I've had four. And I have a fifth in my in my bag downstairs. I, I, I've loved these. I don't know if you guys one saw that, them, but he said I had four. Yeah, because I have five. I've had four. Right. I have one left. I, so I've had five. I've had five. Ah, this has been brought to you by the number five. All right. And what are you going to oh do? Oh, my. Oh, my. And one of them was much less peppery than the rest. Can I stop you? I got a little turned on when you were aggressive like that. Really? Yeah. First time I've seen you, like that's freaky. Yeah, like you took control. I liked it, Dan. <laughs> I liked it. Well, put me in my place. Told me four is actually five now. Mm-hmm. I like it. Well, I ha- just trying to explain what I was trying to say. All right, so go All on. Right, look, look. Uh, the podcast so, people are going to be like, I, I why are go- they sticking with this? So anyway, I, I did have a cigar. I did have one where all that peppery strength that I had in the first one wasn't quite there, and then I had. Interesting. Uh, a third one, and it was back. The fourth one, it was the same. I'm assuming the fifth one will be the same, and maybe I got a dud. Not that it was an unenjoyable cigar, but it was not the same full-strength pepper bomb that pepper bomb that the first so, one was. So maybe you should try okay, another so, one. Yeah, I'll try, I'll try another one because that, that's interesting. <laughs> so your experience with multiple TA-49s from LFD was a little different. Yeah, yeah. There was time. a little... A little uh, and I guess, you know, a same little bit box. of inconsistency. Yeah, same box. Same box. Yep. All right, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll pick up another one. But still, great Great, great cigar. cigar, though, yeah, right? It great, wasn't like a great cigar. cigar. No, no, no. But I went, as soon as you, you talked about it last week, I went and, uh, and grabbed one. I, mm. I wanted to smoke it. Do you just do a full retro? Yeah, I do I, full retros and a you're, lot. And you're not, you're not tearing no, up? No, I'm not tearing up. Wow. No. Right. That is, that is beastly. Now you're just showing off. Yep. So, all right. Well, that, that, I was, I was, I was very happy with it. Uh, smoked, very good. Smoked, yeah, smoked a few, uh, few more, and um, now with the, uh, now with with this Neanderthal, I'm I'm starting to go into more of. I, I you know I said that that charred wood. I'm starting to. It's maybe a little more of a a bourbon mm. uh, taste. I'm starting to get like a charred oak barrel. Yeah. The the. The cedar is really kind of getting into a deeper, stronger kind of wood, like an oak. Um, some of that pepper, uh, that w- that red pepper that I was tasting at the front, that's mellowed out. That's definitely mellowed out. Okay. It's We're only in the first, smoother. about the first, first quarter. Just getting around the bend, <laughs> so to speak, of the ball. Right. Yes. And I always get this confused. Is it down the back stretch or down the, down the back stretch is, the, is when they start. Mm. So we're, we're, we're on the back stretch right now. Okay. Right, the front stretch. Is that how it goes? I have no idea. I Come on, help me out on that. Aren't you, horse, yeah. aren't you a horse no, guy? No, I'm not a horse guy. Dan, let me ask you this. Yes. If we were sitting here and I was smoking this cigar, mm-hmm. and there was only one, mm-hmm. uh, you came into the shop. We've known each other for a little bit. Yep. You came in the shop. You saw me smoking it. You wanted to buy one. It wasn't there. Would you share this cigar with me? If I said, oh, Dan, hey, have a, have a puff. If I was looking for the cigar. Are you a sharer? And you were smoking it, would I say... Yes, if you offered me yes. a puff of your lit cigar. Would you? Probably not. Okay. There are some people that do that. Yeah. I yeah. can't. I, I can't. I like can't even even within family. I, you know, not, and not that, you know, I, I've seen people do that. Right. I've seen people, I've seen people, and some guy will, will buy a cigar and leave better than half of it, mm-hmm. which I think is sinful. Don't, you know, don't, don't and, say it. And... Please Another customer this. will come out. Oh, look at that! Do not, and just take it and smoke. It. No, they don't. And that that just gives me the heebie-jeebies. I can't. I, I can't deal with that. You know, I, bring I can't it deal with that. No, that's I, desperate. I bring it up. Go not get only a desperado for a, desperado, for a buck fifty. Right. Come on, that's, you don't. Not don't only do desperate, that. but some people just want to share cigars, and I've never been one to. You know, people have offered. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, you got to taste this. Well, first of all. It's not just the one taste that's going to blow me away because right. you know you're hoping that the cigar is one dimensional. It changes, right? But I, I just can't share a cigar. No, um, no, that's not. But it, but it happened when I was so when I was in Vegas. It did happen. Somebody that I've known for a long time didn't offer it to me, but they offered it to another friend and said, "Oh, you got to try this." Mm. And it just puts a little, little something in my stomach. Yeah, I just yeah. can't. I, I just can't. You know, my th- father does that too. That's kind he of a, that, that's a great 
that's a great kind of a segue into this week's Pastor Padron, Thou Shalt Not. Mm. Kind of a variation on a theme, but here it is. Th- you know, this week's Pastor Padron, Thou Shalt Not, things that you just should not do cigar-wise is this. And I don't know if you've ever seen this happen. I've done this. Um, you give a cigar to somebody. Yes. And not an inexpensive cigar. You, you give, well, any cigars, you know, like man money, basically. You know what I mean? Oh, man money. Okay. Man money. All right? <laughs> yes. So, but somebody comes along, you know, can I have a cigar? Sure, you give them a cigar. You give them a $10 cigar or something like that. And they smoke half of it. And then they get up and leave, and they leave the cigar there. And all I'm doing is looking and saying, there's still $7 left on the table. And just, just don't do that. If you don't want to finish a cigar, you don't like the cigar, take it with you. Get rid of it somewhere else. But don't take a gift cigar like that, smoke part of it, and then leave it in front of the guy who gave it to you. That's always – see, but Does people, that bug you are, like it bugs bo- me? It bothers me. Yeah. I, lo- I, love, I, I love sharing cigars. Mm-hmm. I love having people experience new new things that maybe they haven't. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a, there's a lot to be said about the cigar community. Right. They do that. Um, but to your point, yeah, if you're smoking it and you don't like it, it's hard just to let that go. Right. Because it is. It's, a, let's say, on average, about a $10 bill, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes more. Or you get the – and I think also people have learned, I've learned, and, and many of our listeners have, have learned this as well, that in your humidor, you always have a shelf for the friend that you're on the fence for. Right. 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 So you have one that, oh, you smoke cigars, great. And it's almost a tester. Right. Mm-hmm. I gave, when I first started smoking cigars, I, uh, I was actually, I was still in, I was still in school. Mm-hmm. I handed a cigar to, to a friend and says, oh, yeah, I smoke cigars all the time. I love mm-hmm. them. You know. mm-hmm. He takes the cigar, rips it in his mouth, <laughs> and I hate to say which one. <laughs> you know, rips it, the end of his mouth, starts smoking it, and he's doing, like, it jams it in the corner, and he's like. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, like, like one of the cartoons. Like, uh, he, he just saw uh, something. And smoked maybe, maybe mm-hmm. half of it, and then he Ouch. let it go. And uh, it, was a, it was a Royal Jamaica. Really? And it was one of these big ones, too. Um, oh, yeah. That, that drives, me, drives me crazy. Like, yeah. I know you want to be part of it, but that's more of give me a cigar so I can be seen mm. and it's kind of the status and it, whatever that is, and, right. and he didn't smoke it. But, right. yeah, that drives me crazy. But you have to have some. Like, I have cigars that I will never smoke right. that are in my humidor mm-hmm. that – I reserve for someone that I can give a cigar to. Right. So then you don't feel bad if you Right. And you have some people that then you have some people that, that want to experience the, the, the cigar smoking mm-hmm. um, experience with you and that was a lot of experience in one sentence. And <laughs> so you kinda have something mild right. in, you know that I don't necessarily go to, but maybe in the morning or, or right, something sure. um, that that you have to have for them. Mm-hmm. So always have here's a good lesson, always have a good variety in your humidor that you may or may not smoke. Because right. you never know who's coming by. Right. But that's a good, yeah. Thou shalt not. Please stop doing that. Please stop taking a cigar and leaving it half lit in front of the guy who gave it to you. Mm. Just take it with you. Get rid of it. At least he'll think that you enjoyed the whole thing. Yeah. Make something up. Yeah. You know. Make something up. Leave the room and say, oh, yeah, no, it was great. Come back a half hour later. Right. Right. Boy, okay. Dan, um, uh, this retro for me has mellowed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're not crying as much. No, no, that first one. Whoo! Yeah, that was rough for you. That was that was a habanero for me. Mm-hmm. You had red chili flakes, but I went straight to the uh, scaling, whatever, uh, whatever that is. Retro for me now has gotten more like charred oak. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting a, a an oiliness to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, very long, long finish. Very long finish. A very long kind of charred charcoal kind of. Yep finish right now but very i mean my, the burn is fantastic uh the neanderthal every one that i've had mm-hmm. uh from roma craft has been consistent yeah um so even though the production seems to be limited and hard to get they haven't pushed it out no right? and that's good. really good i would rather wait and have the cigar you know, be consistent than have them rush it out and have ones that are plugged or ones that burn funny. And look, because this is a difficult role. Yeah, absolutely. That might be part of their plan too. Mm-hmm. Is as you're as you introduce something that you know is good, mm-hmm. 
um, you, you build the demand, then you take it away. Mm-hmm. So you, it just kind of builds the talk, and now people are sharing cigars. Now the right. ones that, you know, in the uh, you know, cigar community that are handing out cigars, mm-hmm. I don't have one. Mm-hmm. Oh, here, let me give you one. Mm-hmm. Now it's just kind of building, building, and then it hits the shelf again. People know that it's not going to be there all the time, so they pick up a bunch, and then it's gone. Right. And it just builds builds a demand even more. Right. So who right. knows? Maybe that's totally part of agree. their th- maybe that's part of their uh, strategy. Mm. Hey. I wish they didn't do it, so we'd have more. But whatever. What's the uh, pick of the week this week? Pick of the week. <coughs> um, so pick of the week this week is actually um, a guy that I, I've known, and I wanted to, to showcase him, highlight him because mm-hmm. he picked up. Uh, he, he was an old chef, uh, not an old chef. He's a, he's a young guy, very talented, very disciplined. He's over at the Blue Hills Country Club in Canton, Mass. Mm-hmm. But um, he is Chef Steve Laz, L-A-Z-22. So Chef Steve Laz, 22. Um, I wanted to highlight him because not that I'm, I'm helping, but he's asking a lot of questions. So he's, he's kind of a, a beginner, right? novice smoker. And it reminded me of starting out again because what he's doing is experiencing all these new cigars mm. that, one, for me, I haven't smoked in a long time. Mm-hmm. And, and two, it just reminded me of how great it was to walk into a shop and just start. I always tell people when they walk in, they say, well, you know, what's your favorite? Or, or I don't smoke too often. What should I smoke? Well, you know what? If, if you're just starting out, start left to right, just like you're reading a book, <laughs> and go through the humidor. Because everyone's palate's different. And that's that, true. That's the, that's the beauty of the, of the industry. Yeah, yeah. You just have to keep trying stuff, you know, and find, you know, this is light, this is medium, this yeah. is dark, this is rich, this is... And, and just find out what you like. Right. Because it's all so subjective. It's all so individual based on your palate. Right. And speaking of subge- subjective, his pictures are atrocious. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> just absolutely terrible. But his, when his plate presentation is beautiful. Okay. Like when, when he, yeah. he comes out, he's very creative, uh, very young, driven, and he can do the, you know, he, he redid the whole menu mm-hmm. um, at, this, uh, at this country club. But if he could just take that um, expertise that he has in the kitchen and translate it to his pictures, right. he'd be fantastic. Mm, mm. But otherwise, his pictures are terrible. Okay. <laughs> not, as good, not as good as our boy last week, uh, Aaron Insight. Ooh. Aaron underscore in underscore sight. Boy, he took a picture of a bandolero. He has a macro mm-hmm. um, macro lens on there. I remember that picture. Up close with the right. That's a big ash. That should be right Maybe that's our logo. Big ash. Yeah. That should be our new logo. Yeah. Now, I noticed that, uh, you know, I'm, again, you know, I try and look through the uh, hashtag, the ash holes. That's how you get highlighted on the show here. Um, you know, looking for Mr. Jonathan in the. Uh, yeah, I'm still looking. I'm still not Speedos. No. the uh, the Was it the boy pants? The, the hot, hot, hot pants, hot. What is it? What are those things boy called? Boy shorts. Boy shorts. Yeah. Boy shorts. The, the Ash boy shorts, which you can get at theashholes.net under merchandise. Yes. Go out and get them now. And it's been two weeks. It's been over, it's been two weeks now. That was plenty of time. He's not a, a man of his word. No, he's not. But I tell you what, let's highlight something. He does um, cook up a mean lunch. He does. He's That's a very, very generous good cook. Of him too. It is very well, generous. Let's, you know, let's let's recognize that. Uh, I do the dishes just to show my appreciation, mm. but. Hot lunch every day. It's been fantastic. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a stud. Sloppy Joes today, and they were great. Sloppy Joe, not your average Sloppy Joe. No, no, I made Sloppy Joe uh, for the kids and myself because I hadn't had it in a while. Right, and it just wasn't the same. Mine was <laughs> mine was very sloppy. His was a little more, uh, yeah, a little more unique, a little more nice. unique, a little more upscale. But yeah, go check out Chef Steve Laz twenty two, and. Um, and why don't you let us know? So before uh, before anything else, Neanderthal by Romacraft. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just I'm so much so much smoke. I, I can't I can't just stop. I can't take I, it. I can hardly see. Right. <laughs> right. And I'm we're, in a huge room. We're fishbowling. <laughs> we're we're are, we are fishbowling this thing like crazy. But anyway, Dan. All right. I'm excited. Good. Coming up after the break, we'll have the Ash Hole of the Week. And more thoughts on the Neanderthal by Romacraft. Stick with us.
In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. The Sereno Royale Maduro XX, named number one cigar of 2016 by the Ashholes Radio Podcast, is a creation of elegance and sophistication. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, the Sereno Royale Maduro XX comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Serino. To create this masterpiece, a blend of filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a dark and luxurious Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro wrapper grown from the famed Habano 2000 seed to bring you an endlessly complex and full-bodied experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allow the blend to marry, creating unmistakable notes of rich cocoa, leather, and coffee that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating the next draw. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available at TwoGuysCigars.com. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. But this box of cigars was not what I expected, one I never saw before, something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift, a gift of a brand of cigars. So what should you expect from a Garofalo cigar? Rich layers of complex flavors, but offered in a mild to medium body profile. A blend comprised of fine Cuban seed Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a triple fermented five-year age Connecticut shade wrapper. I'm honored to have Garofalo, my name, surrounding such a wonderful cigar. I would be honored if you would give a Garofalo cigar a try. Garofalo Cigars, an honor. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah. They're delicious, too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say, it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action, adventure, and bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. In 1848, in honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron. Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. 
Cigars of Poetry, Sophisticated, Byron. All right, welcome back to the Ash Holes. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at the Ash Holes and on Instagram at Ash Holes Radio. And we are smoking the Neanderthal by Roma Craft. By Roma Roma Craft. And uh, what are you uh, picking up now? Interesting. Well, I'm picking up the cigar because I had laid it down. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm picking it back up to smoke. Um, I'm still, I'm still on the charred. I'm still on the charred wood. Um, mm. I'm getting, I'm getting a lot of that. As, as we talked about the, that, that, that spice that was at the beginning. That, mm-hmm. that habanero red chili for you. More of a chili. Let's say chili. Chili. You want to say chili? Not, not chili like pepper. Chili. Yeah. Not a cooking chili, but more of a chili pepper uh, yeah. has has gone. Uh, much more of the charred wood. Can you retro um, now? I'm still. Yeah, absolutely. I'm still getting. Uh, I still get a, a dark chocolate as well. I'm picking up some coffee. On the retro? A little bit, yeah. I'll tell you what. I say the spice is gone, mm-hmm. but it's still on the retro. It's still <laughs> It's still, still there on the retro, man. It's still yeah. present. But it's. Um, I'll tell you what. It's, it's definitely picking up in mm. body. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that, that first quarter, you, it, like you felt it right away. Now, much like an addict... Um, it's in my system, and mm-hmm. it's kind of you know I'm I'm a little relaxed. Uh, I'm not feeling it as much, but you can still feel that there is tremendous body in in this uh, in this cigar. Yeah, and there's this rich kind of mocha finish mm-hmm. for me that just yeah. hangs around. It's yeah. just yeah, that's this thick, oily finish. Yeah, yeah, the oiliness is there. That that mocha that that you get, I get more of a dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's um, it it just it 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 changes, which I love, mm-hmm. and it, it just has so much character to it. Right, um, right. And again, the ash has been perfect. Haven't had to touch this up once. No, not at all. Straight burn line, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, no, great, great construction, and <clears throat> I love the the look. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've we've talked about packaging before, how mm. it can influence a a consumer. Um, you know they. You know their boxes. There's nothing that's flashy about them. No. But I love the, um, the the kind of the theme and the 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 idea that they've taken. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very not very simple, but it, it's very rustic. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, it almost yeah. it almost feels cool. Mm-hmm. Like their you know their logo. It's like I want to smoke that because it's cool, as opposed to jumping on a band because it has all this gold and right right. Um, you know they're very they're very different. They're very simple, mm-hmm. and it's, it, I think it's very smart because they branded themselves well. Where if you look at just the logo, you know you know what, what it is. It is. Yeah. You know what it is, and you know it's interesting on the labels. You know the uh, the names of the cigars are already are always on there, but it's it's uh, pressed into the label. It's not inked onto the label. Right. Very so subtle. if you put it you put it in the light, you can see you know Neanderthal, mm-hmm. you know raised raised on the label, but mm-hmm. it, it's very very subtle. Yeah, very subtle. But there, but the company logo is right there on the back. Right. And I like that. You know, when you want to take off the band, you know, at, at that point, you always know where the back is because it's right there. Right. But um, very simple, very recognizable, and you've got this kind of ripped look mm-hmm. to the um, uh, label. And it's really, it's a double, right? The, yeah, it's the a double, orange, it's a double the band. orange band around the white one. Right. It's a double band. Yeah, one on top of the other. Right on top to of the other, yep. The, you know, the... So, these bands have gotten so big mm-hmm. on some of these cigars that a double band almost turns into, I have to take the band off as I'm halfway through the cigar. Right, right, right. La Galera is like that. Huge, unbelievable band on those things. But very classy on their band. But very, very classy. So two yeah. different, but two different styles of, of packaging. Two different approaches, right? yeah. And not, not, you know, one, of course, not right and wrong. It's just, no. you know, just a, a no, matter of preference. No, but when the, when the product's good, it's not necessarily the, the packaging that will keep that right. going. Right, they've built uh, they've built quite a following, and you see, I, I see a lot of uh, people wearing their paraphernalia, their mm-hmm. you know, all their gear, mm-hmm. and yep. um, it's it just it's become kind of a you know a cool theme to yeah be a part of. Yeah, so. well, it is. It's a very cool, simple logo. Mm-hmm. It's very nice. I like it. So, um, anyway. Ashel of the week. Yes, the Ashel of the week. Let's, let's get. I'm, I'm excited <clears throat> about this. 
this this is you know I uh, you know cruise around looking for stuff and when I saw this when I saw this headline that I knew this was going to be the Asheville of the week and uh, the Asheville of the week is a pastor his name was uh, Jonathan uh, it's a hard name to pronounce Mithua 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 all right there's there's hardly any vowels in here so I'm not sure how to pronounce it right. And he was a pastor of the Saint of the Last Days Church in Nigeria. And last week, he wanted to teach his congregation about faith. I'm a pastor. That's a good thing. Teach a congregation about faith. What does faith do? How do you trust God? And he decided that the best way to do this was to take them down to the White River Mamalunga, which is also known as the Crocodile River. Mm. And he was going to walk on water like Jesus. Walked on water. Why not? I'm going to show you if you fa- if you fast and you pray, God will do this for you. You can walk on water. And so he goes out and he wades into the water. And as he was supposedly getting ready to rise to the surface and walk, three crocodiles attacked him and ate him <laughs> in front of his congregation. And all that was left. And this is a quote from one of the people who was there. Horrible. Quote. All that was left of him when they finished eating him is a pair of sandals and his underwear floating above the water. Unquote. Brilliant. Yeah, Brilliant. This could be another Pastor Padron, thou shalt not. Thou shalt like. not go and teach your congregation how to walk on water in a crocodile infested <laughs> river. How about you just don't teach any, anyone, <laughs> even a congregation, let's just say anyone, how to walk on water? let alone walking on water <laughs> in a crocodile-infested river. Yeah. yeah. Is it, Dan, is it safe to say that if you want to be the asshole of the week, go towards some crocodile-infested waters because we, we seem to be following a theme? Yeah. Although this one's not in Queensland. No, this one's not in Australia. No, that's true. Anything with sharp <clears throat> teeth, just kind of stay away from. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've had a lot of people getting getting bitten lately. Getting bitten by crocodiles. By something by anything. crocodiles. They apparently Sharks. did not want his underwear. They left that. Yeah, I mean, like, what? <laughs> the, yeah, they, they left that. Well, I'm sure that once he had that first bite or saw the eyes of the crocodile, that underwear may yeah. have become soiled. Yeah. So they yeah. probably left that and said, you know what, we're, yeah. we're going to leave that for um, for you. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, terrible. So there I you mean, go. Tragic. Tr- very tragic. Um, but one of, these, one of these, you the, know. Yeah. Th- Darwin right. Award level kind of right. things where e- easy for us to uh, laugh at right now because mm-hmm. we're so far away, um, it, but very dark for us yeah. to laugh at this. But um, I mean, yeah, I mean a Darwin Award right there. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, uh, that's terrible. Well, they learned a lesson. Mm-hmm. There are you know very rare occasions I think where God suspends the laws of nature from you know when when. But I don't think he does it a lot. Hey, look, and I, for you to, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not. I can't say I'm religious. I'm not a practicing, um, you know, Catholic, mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately. But um, unfortunately, but maybe, but maybe, maybe, maybe God was trying to speak through the crocodiles. Maybe they prayed for a meal. Yeah, maybe they had more faith. Right. <laughs> I don't know. You, you, you all. I mean, you have to pray for food, water. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, you know, do. And uh, yeah, that's uh, well, that's tragic. But hey, what there are you going to do? There um, you go. So, so the Asshole of the Week. Asshole of the Week. All right. Very well well deserved. <laughs> now, there's no Miles with Styles this week. Michelle no. Michelle was uh, too busy coming back from uh, L.A. and her her photo shoot there, which she did with The Gap. And, um, uh, you know, getting, she's getting ready to uh, go off to, I, I don't remember the name of the island, some island in the Indian Ocean, hmm. which I'd never heard of before. And then... Right after that is New Zealand. Oh, right after that is Australia. But she did. And then after it. Australia is New Jersey. <laughs> right, right on par. New Jersey. But they yeah, do have the it's surfing be, there. It's, it, they do, but it's like just such a letdown. After yeah. you know, you go to the Hobbit World. Right. You know, Middle Earth. The hand to the, New Jersey. Right. <laughs> the land, the land of hair blowouts. Yeah, it's just going to be. That's that's going to be. That's going to. So, but but, but she's she busy with LA. family stuff. But she was in L.A. and she did take you up on your uh, advice to check out was Pinkies, Pinks, right? Pinks, 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 Pinks. 
and it's a uh, hot dog. Hot it's dog a hot place. dog. Say it. It's it's <clears throat> it's about seventy seven years old. Mm-hmm. Started by a couple um, seventy seven years ago. They actually borrowed money from the wife's mother. Fifty dollars. Really? Fifty bucks 50 to start bucks, this. Seventy seven years ago, and this was uh, this was who was it? Paul mm-hmm. and Betty Pink hmm. started a hot dog stand. In L.A. and has become extremely famous. Wow! All the stars would go there. They right. have hot dogs named after the stars. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not sure which one she chose, but I understand she picked. She picked a chili dog, not just a chili dog. Yeah, she picked six. Six chili dogs. Yeah, and they're not. Well, she might have picked the small one, but they have. These, no, like, the she wouldn't have picked the small one. She would have picked the foot long. She looks like a foot long kind of gal. She is a foot long kind of girl in more than one way. But uh, she, you know, she's a huge appetite. I mean, you know, and as an athlete, you know, that I mean, she needs those calories to, to I mean, it's amazing. It's a lot of sodium. Well. But still, six hot dogs six, for anybody. And and uh, cheese chili fries with uh, bacon. Mm. All of that. That sounds And good. she ate it all. Good for her. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm she glad she loved it. it. She thought if you're it was in great, LA, you have did, to check out Pink's. Yeah, check it out. Is that anything like? Have you been been to the uh, Varsity in um, uh, Georgia? In Atlanta, Negative. In no. Atlanta, it's same kind of thing. It's a big hot dog place. Been around forever. Very famous. And you go in there, and they make the best hot dogs. I think when you when you just when you do it right, and you you provide the customer service, and you do something a little unique. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you can have a great business because hot dogs there's i can't say there's no way to mess up a hot dog you're, really, you're boiling <laughs> you it you're grilling you it you're putting it on a griddle dog, yep. but um I mean, they do they do a great job just making it entertaining right um and i think it, it you know it doesn't hurt that they had a bunch of stars going there and no naming them after no that's fantastic yeah. but no i'm glad i'm glad she made it when i'm uh, next time I'm, I'm in la i haven't been to pinks in geez, i don't know how long like 15, 20 years. Well, that's fantastic. Well, I'll you can, if you want, you can follow Michelle on Twitter at uh, at Michelle Style eighteen, and on Instagram at Michelle underscore Styles with an S eighteen. Styles All right. eighteen. Styles eighteen. That's a good one. Big friend um, of the Ashholes, and uh, she'll be back. Just with travel. Styles I, I, I next love week. the fact that she takes us away, and we can, um, you know, kind of escape. Uh, in her travels, and much like the, you know, I'll bring up a, an artist, uh, Jimmy Buffett. Mm-hmm. Part of his fame is just taking you away, yeah, to Very some tropical true. island mm-hmm. because there's nothing. Not to take anything away from his music because I, because I love it, but um, very very simple, mm-hmm. but just very happy. Yep, you know, much like you know Bob Marley was, um, you know, just he takes you away a little more. Um, I don't want to say thought or. Um, you know, depth to his music. Right. Uh, there was a little more political. Um, but, um, but yeah, it's just, it's just those things that kind of take you away. So the cigar experience, same thing. Right. You sit down, you smoke a cigar. It takes you away from the stresses mm-hmm. uh, of the world, which is back to last week's show. You just want to take away the news. You want to take away the, the politics. Of right, the right, right. You know, just enjoy. Enjoy the time away. Mm-hmm. You know, de-stress a little bit. Right. So, um, Dan, I am... Um, uh, I'm digging the Neanderthal by, mm-hmm. by Romacraft, and I'm getting into uh, the last the last third, okay. which uh, you're you're about the same. I'm about the same. And yep. Still a very very long finish. Um, I'm 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 still I, I love the 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 roundness of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it it's a very very long finish, as we've said. The um, the that charred wood. Is, mm. is very prominent for me right now. Really? Yeah. I was going to say it's kind of fading for me. Interesting. I like your style. Mm. Yeah. So what are you getting <clears> then? <throat> it's... The cigar is very, very rich. It has, you know, this is a rich, full-flavored, full-bodied cigar, and it is getting more full-bodied as it goes on. But the, it, the smoothness of it is increasing for me. Yeah, yes, yeah, and I'm very not. I'm not getting that char, that that charred oak that I was getting before that was really really prominent is now kind of mellowing out. So I'm still <clears> in the charred wood. It's it, you know it's definitely mellowing mellowing to a degree, but it's it's 
more coffee grounds too. Mm. Um, chard, you know that chard wood. It's just a very that richness. Mm-hmm. Um, you know where where I yeah, I say it's it's that wood, but you know maybe a little coffee ground. Yeah, there's um, co- there's more coffee for me yeah. than than, uh, um, than chard wood than chard wood right now. Yeah, yeah, very true. Well, I'm getting I'm getting the coffee, <clears throat> but I still I still get that that chard uh, mm-hmm. that chard wood. You know what would go well with this if we were drinking H two O. H2O, also water? Known as water. Water. Why would you have water? Uh, just, uh, no, just refreshing. You need water. <laughs> you need water? You, you is, need this, water. is it drying no, I would, I would, I would love, because the, the pepperiness has, has gone mm-hmm. away, I think this would, um, I would love to pair this with a, uh, a nice bourbon, mm. a very smooth bourbon, maybe a, hmm, maybe a Woodford. I'd a Woodford? A Woodford, Woodford? Woodford Reserve. Nice Kentucky. I would I would go with a um, High West campfire. Ooh, the High West. High West out campfire of, out of Park City, Utah. Yeah, yeah. Or their or their Prairie, which is about half the cost of the uh, both absolutely stellar bourbons. That's a small distillery out of yeah. out of Park City. Yeah, but a great great stuff. Great bourbon. Yeah, I would I would lean towards a bourbon. Mm-hmm. Um, because the bourbon you know has a little bit of heat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it would it would intensify this cigar. What kind of food would you have with this? Uh, I I think I would go with something fatty. I would I would love to have yeah like one of these big burgers with mm. maybe some onion rings on top. Um, not I shouldn't say onion rings because then we're talking fried. Maybe some caramelized onions, so a little bit of sweetness, uh, but the mm. fattiness from the, yep, from the yep, burger yep. Um, would would go very well with this. I'm thinking some uh, if you if you uh, barbecued. Some lamb, leg of lamb. Mm-hmm. Get some a little char. Oil, on there. A little, yeah. A little, yeah, get that char. That for, olive oil, some garlic, fresh herbs on. Just there, throw yeah. it on there on the grill, and just oh, that. This would go so well with that. I could, uh, yeah. Well, that could go well with anything. Too. That could go. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't had I haven't had good grilled lamb in a while. Oh, I do good. But I tell you what, lamb. now with the uh, with the weather finally New England, where I mean it's going to be <clears> summer next month. Right. We're finally we hit the nineties. We're we're finally we, we're finally getting there. I, was, I have had to have a fire in the fireplace yeah. every day. Sunday, Sunday I had a fire. I you know had to have a fire, and then last night was the first night I really did not need to have one, and you know, I ended up having to put a fire in the fireplace because my kids insisted on making blueberry pancakes. Blueberry pancakes. Blueberry pancakes. So after work, went to the store, got the stuff for blueberry pancakes. And went home, and they wanted to make the pancakes. And, of course, when you have kids make anything, oh, boy. stuff burns. Oh, and yeah, that too. smoke filled that. I had to light a f- – we, you know, I had to open the door. Fortunately, it wasn't that cold outside. But, you know, I ended up putting a fire in the fireplace just to help pull the smoke out, you know, to get that uh, draft going so that the smoke would go up the chimney. Yeah, that's going to happen. I thought you were going to go to the the other side. Not only the burning, but pancake batter. Mm. They can never get that right. No, they will go. That will go everywhere. No, it was it. It was a. Uh, my house is a bomb or right now. It looks it looks like something very nasty and and uh, uh, messy happened I, there. I'm a big banana pancake fan. Banana pancakes. What did I have? So I was in I was in Vegas and for a breakfast I had a pancake that had bacon, peanut butter. Oh, it was the Elvis. The Elvis. I had the Elvis pancake. I was trying to think of the name. Elvis pancake. Mm. So I had bacon, peanut butter, and banana. Wow. That was good. Wow. That was really and it was huge. Massive. <laughs> and for some reason, with, with like breakfast, I like to. Order, I can't mm-hmm. get away from a ch- uh, not chicken fried steak, country fried steak. Country fried steak. No matter where uh, I go, you have to. Have I try. I try to stay away from it. I look at the menu. I even tell the waiter, I, I always order the country fried steak. What do you recommend? He recommended like three things. This is what I love. I say, okay, great. I'll take the country fried steak. <laughs> I just can't get away from it. It's so unhealthy. But it's so good, and then I have to get a pancake on the side. And mm-hmm. the pancake usually goes to waste mm-hmm. because there's so much food. But I just want to have a little bit of uh, a little bit of sweetness and a little bit of pancake. Mm-hmm. And because it was the Elvis, because it had bacon, peanut butter, uh, and banana, I had to have it. Right, so right. good. So what's what's your final verdict on this? All right, let's not let's not be stupid. 
I don't even think we have to give this a, a, any kind of rating because we already know that this is a big thumbs up for me. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Huge thumbs up for me. This is a one of my favorite cigars right now. Yeah. And when I find them, I buy them. And smoke them. I'm going to write that down. You always have great quotes. When I find them, I, I buy, buy them. them. Yeah. And I smoke them. That's good. That should be your... Isn't that yeah. good? Yeah. You, you always have some very <laughs> clever, witty remarks. When I find them, I buy them. When I find uh, them, yeah, I buy no. them. Big, big thumbs up on the Neanderthal. Right. Uh, big fan. I haven't smoked the um, Shallow Gene Pool in a very long time. I have not smoked that yet. From what I remember, that was, I think, a little... Not a little more body, but a little more... Not, not as... Not as balanced, mm-hmm. I guess. A little more of of the pepperiness was on on that one. Mm-hmm. So I think the the bigger ring gauge on this softens it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, probably. Uh, but yeah, no, just absolutely fantastic. So be sure to go out and get your Roma Craft Neanderthal, and really their entire line. Uh, you can't go wrong. But uh, grab a Neanderthal, grab some H two O or some Woodford Reserve. It sounds good to me. Now we didn't talk about we didn't talk about the. Uh, what happened last week on the Cigar Authority, and it was a great episode. Uh, Dave and um, uh, Roy Kirby of Perdomo Cigars oh, did, yeah. a, did a uh, Cigar 101 yep. uh, thing, and they basically taught, you know, Dave uh, has a class that he holds. It's a one-night thing, and, um, you know, there's a whole presentation that goes with that, and if you go to the thecigarauthority.com, you can watch it and see this. It's a great presentation of... You know, uh, to help you understand, you know, how cigars are made, how to cut them, how to light them, how to enjoy them properly. And it's a, it's a great, great thing. It was a great episode it's, last And week. it's a great class because it changes your experience. Because what you, not that you develop bad habits when you, right. when you smoke, but again, to, to kind of bring it back down to the basics, mm-hmm. you realize there are certain things that you may have been doing wrong um, to change your experience with that cigar. Right. So similar to... The um, um, you know, last week the the warped. Mm-hmm. I did a V cut, mm-hmm. and it it just changed my changed experience. The on whole that, experience, on that cigar. yep. Um, so and how you light it is really important too. I mean, I think one of, one of the reasons you don't you don't often see me having to to uh, touch up or relight a cigar, and one of the reasons for that, it, obviously, a cigar has to be made right, right, rolled right, but it also has to be lit correctly, and that takes a little more time to do and um you know you don't want to char the end of it because tobacco just pulls in you know whatever flavor if tobacco is like a sponge it just absorbs whatever flavor is there right. that's why you don't want to use a zippo to light a light a cigar because that lighter nope. fluid is just going to run through the whole course of the cigar and kind of ruin it exactly you know so butane or you know if you use a match wait till after the the uh, uh sulfur has burned off and then light the cigar but um you know, doing that can make a huge difference in how the cigar tastes. Not right. only Absolutely. how does it burn, and, and and the environment that you're smoking it in. Right. If you're, you know, it's a wind. I've heard people say, "Oh no, I smoked it on the uh, golf course." Look, mm-hmm. I love smoking cigars on the golf course, but depending on the weather, that can change the experience as well. Yeah. Um, so the you know the environment, all little things that you, you may take for granted, end up changing the experience of the of the of the cigar. Right. So you can go, you can watch that show, you can see all the slides. It's a fantastic. Uh, episode, I highly recommend it. And next week, they're going to be talking about how uh, humidification affects cigars. And they're actually, uh, they have cigars that they're over-humidifying and under-humidifying for the show. And it's going to be, they're going to see how does it affect the burn, how does it affect the taste, how does it affect the experience. Right. To, you know, so, because humidic- humidification is really important. It can't be so Absolutely. humid because, obviously, if it's too wet, it won't burn. Right. right, you're trying to burn something, but if it's too wet, it, you know it's not going to burn. If it's too dry, it's going to get really hot, and it becomes Things, it can become bitter too when, when yeah. it's too wet. Yeah, it can change almost, the taste right. of the cigar because you're drawing on it too hard. When you draw on a cigar too much, um, the heat at the um, you know at the at the front can build up too much, and that can change the experience. Right. Um, so really, the way you, you humidify a cigar, be very careful with distilled water. Mm-hmm. Distilled water just pushes that humidity out. Mm-hmm. If it's not in a humidor, if there's not cedar to absorb some of that, it goes right into the cigar. The cigar is like a sponge. It will just absorb all that. Right. So use glycol. Um, you know, but you just have to watch how you're uh, maintaining your cigars. Right, right. Now, next week, uh, Oliver, you're not going to be here. 
I am not. And that is too bad because next week we're going top shelf. Next week we are smoking the Nicaraguan Diadema by Davidoff. You say Davidoff. I say Davidoff. 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 Potato. Potato. Tomato. Tomato is a completely different thing from mm. a potato. But the dab- yeah, I'm, I'm upset. I'm going to uh, miss that show. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah, no, that's going to be But we'll sick. have lots of fun. But yeah, you'll have, you'll have we'll fun. Have lots It'll of be fun. great. I'll be back. Uh, I'll be back. You'll be back the week after? I, I still have to look at that, how, you know, how this is going to happen. But I, I think um, I just realized uh, today, booking everything, I'm going to uh, be going to sunny North Carolina. North Carolina? Whereabouts? Yeah. Uh, right in the Charlotte area. Oh, Charlotte! Charlotte's yeah. great. So that just uh, that was a quick improv. I had, I had no plans on on going. It just kind of came up the the other day and uh, kind of booking everything and getting everything going. So I'll be in North Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina next week. Uh, I'll be back the week after, and then awesome. uh, there are plans to go to Maryland. So a lot going on before the IPCPR in uh, in July. So. Sweet, yeah, yeah, that's coming up exciting. quick. Exciting. So well, people, well, Dan. How was that? That was a quick hour, wasn't it? Thank God. All right. Nobody yeah. <laughs> it's time to wrap up Nobody wants another to episode of the Ashholes uh, Unfiltered Cigar Radio, broadcasting from the Serena Royale Studios, where we turn every Wednesday into Ash Wednesday. You can download this and any episodes you may have missed on Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at the Ashholes and on Instagram at Ashholes Radio. We'll see you next week. All right, everybody. Have a blessed day. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.